Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, am I rushing things or just her emotional tampon? So I've got an email here from a guy. So he broke up with his girlfriend in November of last year. So that would have been November of 2020. But he said nothing really changed. And so they kept hanging out, having fun, hooking up. And then when she moved out in January, then things changed. Then she stopped hooking up with him. So he kind of went no contact. She came back. They started hooking up. Then she disappeared again. And this happened like three or four times. So each time he kind of went no contact, stopped calling her, texting her, made no effort. She would always reach back out a few weeks later. And so now for the past month, they've been hanging out having fun He's been going on dates with her apparently, but they're not hooking up. And he brought it up recently and she's like, slow down, tiger. So now he's going, am I just her emotional tampon now? Or am I trying, am I just being impatient, rushing things? So this is an interesting situation because I wrote about something similar in 3% Man. And so in my particular case, I was vacillating back and forth, or she and I, I should say, were vacillating back and forth between being platonic friends, because I would, I was still trying to learn the balance of pursuing too much and not enough. So it would go from her being really into me to her just having platonic feelings, and I would back off, the feelings would come back, and then I would push a little too hard, too fast. I didn't really, I didn't understand two steps forward, one step back at the time either, and so I was worried about rejection and it really interfered with my ability to, to seduce her properly. And so instead of getting rejected when I would try to progress things to sex and then just stop and take the delay as a denial, I obviously later learned that I, as I wrote about 3% Man as I progressed that a delay is not a permanent denial. And a lot of guys in this situation think that. And so they stop trying. And so a delay just means you're going a little too fast. It just means pump the brakes a little bit, slow down, talk a little bit more, 10, 15 minutes later, take another run at it to try to escalate things physically. And each time you wear it down, you get more pieces of clothing off until eventually, obviously, you end up inside her in the promised land. So this guy's kind of stuck in limbo there, but it sounds like he's taking her out and going on dates and trying to court her. But the way you got to look at this and the way I explain it in Seven Principles Get an X Back is that you're not going to take her out on dates because she ended the relationship. She moved out. She pushed him away and then she came back. And so you don't reward that behavior by spending money on her and taking her out on dates and doing things like that because she has to earn another chance with you not the other way around. And if this guy, because it sounds like he wasn't really super clear in his email, it sounds like he's taking her out on dates and going out places and things with her, then going back to his place, they fool around. She grabs his package, but then won't go any further and tells him to slow down, Tiger, when he's bothered by the fact that she's she's denying him access to the box. So... He's stuck in limbo. But like I said, and seven principles get an X back. She should be doing all the calling, texting, pursuing. And the only distance that you're going to travel to see her is the distance that it takes to go from wherever you are in your house to your front door to let her in. 
And if she comes over and you hang out and you have fun and you actually hook up three times in a row, three different occasions when she comes over, when she's reached out to you first, because again, she screwed it up. Therefore, she has to fix it. So she has to make all that effort to win you back. And so you can tell partly this guy, part of his problem is he's trying, he's got the mindset, I got to get her back. Instead of I'm the prize, she screwed it up. Therefore, it's up to her to fix it. It's up to her to convince me to give her another chance. If she wants to come over, I'm happy to spend time with her. But if she comes over and just wants to give me blue balls, then at some point I'm just going to stop hanging out with her. So I got a quote that I wrote and then we'll go through his email. And so the quote says, talk is cheap, but a person's actions are a true reflection of their intentions, affections, and interests or lack thereof. If someone continually professes how much they care about you and how important you are to them, but their words and actions do not match, you should only judge them by their actions and what they actually do. Phony people who I absolutely fucking hate with a passion. I fucking hate fake ass people that say one thing and do another. And I've deleted a lot of them from my life over the years because they're just parasites. But people who say one thing and do another, they suck. You give to a giver, the giver will give back. When you give to a taker, the taker just sucks. <sighs> they suck up your time, your money, your energy, and they give nothing in return. And then they come back wanting a second and third helping. Phony people and those whose words don't match their actions should be kept at arm's length and out of your inner circle. The only people who belong in your inner circle are those who continually show you through their words and actions that they actually care, love, value, respect, and appreciate you. If somebody tells you how much they care and how important you are to them, but every time you try to get together, they're, they got an excuse or a reason why they can't or they don't, then they're full of shit. Plain and simple. They're full of fucking shit and they don't mean anything they say and therefore... They could take their flowery language and stick it up their ass and go on down the road and find somebody else to use and be an energy vampire to or a parasite to. But let's go through our email now. So he says, hey, Corey, my girlfriend of three years and I broke up in November living together due to trust issues and complacency. So I don't know who had the trust issues. If it was you didn't trust her or she didn't trust you. Complacency typically means you stopped dating and courting her properly and therefore she felt like you didn't care anymore. Until she moved out in January, nothing changed as if we didn't break up. We hang out, we have fun, and we hook, hooked up all the time. When she moved out, she went cold and I panicked and begged. Well, that was your first mistake. <clears throat> Never try to keep somebody in your life who doesn't want to keep you. If somebody's got an attitude like they're doing you a favor by spending time with you, they can go on down the fucking road. Because there's lots of people that pretend to care because they want something from you. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's significance. Maybe it's access to your clients. Maybe it's a job. Whatever it happens to be, people who profess to care and then do the opposite, then you look at their actions. That's the only thing that matters. They could take their bullshit and go sell it to somebody else. I went no contact after that and she reached out to hang out and we did so a couple of times just to end it again. 
more than likely he went back into over pursuing and begging and seeking her attention and validation just because if she starts coming back and then she ends it again typically what happens because i've seen this thousands and thousands of times over there's guys in this situation and again if you read three percent man i did the same thing but what happens is the guy starts hey now i can start pursuing again i'll do the once a week thing and but they're ignoring the fact that she pushed him away. She wrecked things. Therefore, it's up to her to fix it through her actions, not flowery words and promises of more later or any of that BS. He says, this happened three times, hot and cold. After the second time, I stopped showing sadness when she did that and walked away with my chin up, not caring. So the problem was you were caring too much and you probably went back into pursuing because and the reason I believe that is I'm looking at what you say in the email here about going out on dates and stuff. This woman doesn't deserve any dates. The dates are making dinner at your place because if a woman comes over in the evening to make dinner at your place, obviously sex is on the table. That's a romantic thing that you do with somebody that you care about and if she wants to come over and do that, she's open to the possibility of being seduced as long as you don't talk her out of it and that's why in these situations when you invite a woman over it communicates what your intentions are and why women who are trying to keep you as an orbiter or who are testing your strength will try to get you to meet them out for coffee or lunch or group things with other people so they can keep you at arm's length and that's why you don't agree to any of that bullshit because she fucked it up she fucked it up she's got to fix it I'm, I'm happy to hear what you got to say. I'm happy to spend time with you. You can come over and we can hang out. But at the end of the day, I'm going to look at what you do, not what you say. Eventually, we hooked up again and started seeing each other. Now she calls me every day, several times a day, tells me she misses me. She initiates all dates, texts, etc. Again, I wouldn't be taking her out on dates. The date is she can come to my house. We'll make dinner together, hang out, have fun, and hook up. But, obviously you'll see in a second, what's really happening. He says, we do kiss, flirt. She touches me often, holding my bicep, compliments my clothing, etc. She often touches and strokes my dick when we fool around fighting or when we say goodbye. But three and a half weeks in this situation, we haven't had sex. Well, hang out, have fun, and hook up. But you're just hanging out and having some fun and getting blue balls. And I don't have a mug for hang out, have fun, get blue balls. That's not the formula. So one of two things is happening. Either you're not, because I, I also know he's only read the book two times. So he's probably new to the work, my work. But the point being is if you're employing two steps forward, one step back, and you're still not getting her, because this is somebody you live with for three years, and you had total access to the box pretty much whenever you wanted it. And if she's coming over, and you're doing two steps forward, one step back, and she's still not giving it up, what does that tell me? She's probably fucking somebody else. You're her male orbiter. Maybe she's connecting and bonding with you because she has an emotional connection because you did live together and were together for three years. But somebody else is giving her the meat missile and fulfilling her sexually. And so she likes the attention and validation. Maybe you're part of her Frankenstein boyfriend where she's getting the emotional connection but she's getting her insides rearranged by Chad Thundercock. Every time she turns me down, 
with no reason, as if she is emotionally locked. Again, I'm just going to assume you're employing two steps forward, one step back properly like the book teaches. But if you're just as soon as she denies you, you just stop all forward movement. You start going, what's wrong? Why don't you want to have sex? That's the wrong thing to do, obviously. But if you're doing all that and she still insists, no, slow down, then obviously Chad Dundercock is knocking the bottom out of that thing. Is it a trust thing or an attraction thing? Well, like I said, it's it's one of two things. It's either she's fucking somebody else and she's just dangling the carrot because she likes the connection she gets with you and you she's got a Frankenstein boyfriend situation or you're not properly employing two steps forward, one step back. Because if she's doing all the calling, texting, and pursuing, like you say, she's bringing up getting together, then there's interest, but you're not employing two steps forward, one step back properly. But like I said, if you're going out on dates, you're not following what seven principles get next back. Because taking women out on dates and spending money on them and quality time and driving around with them is, that's the, you reward women for good behavior and treating you properly. When they give you blue balls, when they won't come over and have sex with you, because as I talk about in some friends getting an X back, as long as they come come over three times in a row and you hang out and you have fun and you hook up successfully all three times, then you can meet her out and pick her up, pick her up and go on normal dates. But she still has to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. Why? Because she fucked it up. She has to earn another chance with you, not the other way around. It's a big difference in how you show up. <clears throat> we had a brief, brief talk about us, and she told me to slow down, Tiger, and that I am rushing things. Is this a marathon, not a sprint to get back together? Like I said, one of two things. You're either not employing two steps forward, one step back properly, and you're taking her out spending money on her, or there's another guy who's actually fucking her. What to do? Is she playing with her food? I keep my cool, by the way, and am not emotionally dependent, trying not to be too available. She tests me a lot, by the way, but I pass every time because it's really obvious. Well, you're not getting access to the box, so I don't know if you're really passing all the tests that you think you are passing. Like saying my driving sucks or making fun of my pants, being too tight when they obviously are not so it's obvious you're taking her out on dates and courting her and you're not following what seven principles get next back because you shouldn't be taking her out on dates. she doesn't deserve it she hasn't earned it and especially the fact that she's coming over and giving you blue balls she also is calling me a bit chubby even though i have a six-pack she's like babe i'm not chubby but i do have a chubby thoughts i read the book two times now by the way so what you need to do is you actually need to follow what Seven Principles Get an X Back does. No more dates, no picking her up, no meeting her out, none of that shit. The only thing that she can do is like I, she's got to do all the calling, texting, and pursuing. If she reaches out or when she reaches out next time, invite her over to make dinner together. If she tries to get you to meet her out or pick her up or go somewhere, just say, nah, it's been a long week. I'm just in the mood to hang at my place. If you don't want to come over and make dinner together, then give me a call in a couple of weeks and maybe I'll be up for taking you out then. But you're never going to do that. You're never going to take her out. So she's got to come over three dates in a row and you got to hang out and have fun 
and hook up successfully all three times. And if she comes over three times in a row and you do two steps forward, one step back, and she still won't give it up, then when she reaches out and she has to get together, just say, no, nah, I'm busy. I can't this week. Maybe next week or the week after. Give me a call then. She's like, well, why are you being so distant? It's like, well, because we've been hanging out for a month and all you're doing is giving me blue balls. And if you won't have sex with me, obviously you're probably having sex with somebody else. So at this point, after three years together, it's like, this is your level of effort. I, I'm not interested in anything platonic. I would just rather move on and find somebody else who's not going to hold back, who's going to be authentic and real with me. So if you change your mind and you want to come over and seduce me passionately, I'll give you a shot. But otherwise, it's time for us to part ways. Thanks for all the great memories. Wish you all the best. See you later. Have a nice life. You get the idea. The point being is that the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. And so if you employ two steps forward, one step back, and you're she's still adamant I'm not, not sleeping with you, then it, there's definitely got to be another guy in the, other, in the picture. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even invite her over. And then when she's complaining about that or she wants to come over, just say, nah, it just feels like a platonic friendship. And not, every time you come over, all you do is give me blue balls and you're teasing me. And it's like, I don't have time for it. It's... I got girls that want to go out with me and they're begging me to take them out. And it's like, I'd rather spend time with them. Throw that in her face. Because quite frankly, the way she's treating you at this point, look at her actions. That should tell you a lot. So if you haven't read 3% Man or my second book, Mastering Yourself, go to understandingrelationships.com. Click the products tab at the top of your screen. You can book a coaching session. And if you subscribe to the email newsletter, you can read my books for free. Obviously, my third one, Quotes, Ruminations, and Contemplations is out. And what everybody's telling me and the feedback I'm getting is it does a great job of tying all the concepts together from both of my books. And so I appreciate all the great five-star reviews and all the kind words you've been posting on all the different platforms where you made your purchase. So until next time, I will talk to you soon.